Hi, I'm Val Hart in San Antonio, Texas, founder of Val Hart and Friends at ValHart.com. Welcome to The Real Dr. Doolittle Show, the show for animals and the people who love them. I've been called a real-life Dr. Doolittle many times in my career as an expert animal communicator, behaviorist, pet psychic, and master healer. My mission and passion is to improve the lives of animals the world over by helping humans learn how to speak their language, how to understand their viewpoints, and heal. After all, our love of animals helps us be better humans, and the more balanced and healthy we are, the more balanced and healthy they can be, too. Be sure and look for my CDs on iTunes, and to find out more about my work and to receive your free Quick Start Animal Talk course, just go to my website at valhart.com. While you're there for a limited time, you can also apply for a complimentary Happy Animal Assessment Session. And if you want to learn how to be your own Dr. Doolittle, check out the world's first complete animal communication made easy system available now on my website at valhart.com. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Val Hart, the real Dr. Doolittle, and today I'm talking with Wendy Warren. After a 40-year career that led her from counseling and consulting with police departments to landscape design, author Wendy Warren embarked on an incredible new career in writing. From humble beginnings establishing her roots with showing and training German shepherds, she offers her voice in the fight against degenerative myelopathy. Wendy's first work, Angel with a Tail, has touched many with an inspiring story of love and determination triumphing over adversity. Wendy lives in Dallas, Texas, and she says that her life from early childhood through adult years has always revolved around German Shepherd dogs. They're her passion, her companions, and she says that they carry her heart. And I know that I understand that, and I know that you do too. She started training and showing them and was a charter member of the first German Shepherd Dog Search and Rescue Group in Dallas. And while she's always enjoyed composing poems and music and stories, she discovered when she wrote Angel with a Tale, there are new worlds to explore in writing. Welcome to the show, Wendy. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you, and so am I. I, I love your book. You know, I know you wrote it to encourage people to go ahead and adopt older dogs and also to increase awareness of degenerative myelopathy. I know you call it DM, or in England they call it CDRM. I don't know what that stands for, but <laughs> um, but it has something to do with degenerative myelopathy, and that's what we really want to learn about today because it's it's a bit unusual, but you say that it's a, a growing problem that a lot of dogs have this. Can you tell us more about what this is? DM is basically a neurological disorder. Okay. What happens to the dog <clears throat> is that very slowly, very gradually, the spinal cord starts to degenerate. First, it affects them in ways that most owners would never even think about. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to ask you to speak up just a little bit. Okay. Um, one of the first signs that you see and probably won't notice is the tops of the two center nails on their back legs start to wear down. 
it's because they're not lifting their feet because they're not even aware that they're not. Mm. And those nails can become infected, which is sometimes the first sign that you have. The second thing that you notice, and unless you're getting as old as I am, you don't think too much about it, is they'll start to stumble for no apparent reason. Mm. Then it increases to a loss of balance. They will try to stand, but seem to waver. Mm. It then progresses to pronounced stumbling mm. and falling. Okay. Mm. Okay. So when their back feet, their back nails start wearing mm. down, and it's because they're dragging their feet, and that we have to watch that because if, if they become infected, that's obviously a problem and a, and a key symptom. If they start stumbling for no reason and, and losing their balance, and then it progresses to pronounced stumbling, those are all symptoms of degenerative myelopathy. That's a, that's a big word. <laughs> so, so I want to hear more about your and Saber's story. I'm, I'm sure that you didn't become an expert on this topic just because it intrigued you, um, you actually have a very personal story to tell that took you into the world of degenerative myelopathy and how it affects dogs. Uh, so tell us about your book, Angel with the Tail, and about about your forever heart dog, Saber. Well, Saber came to me as a very mature puppy. He was nine months old, but he acted like he was eight or nine years old. When I first gave him toys, he didn't know what to do with them. I'd roll a ball across the floor, and he'd look at it and watch it and look back at me and like, okay, what's next? <laughs> that was interesting. What, what, uh... <laughs> what else can you do? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's you have a skill, but right now it escapes me. <laughs> Thinking you have a lot of talents, you can throw balls across the floor. What else can you do? <laughs> well, part of the reason for that was the family in Louisiana that had him decided that they didn't want him. He was too much trouble, which. I don't see how, because he never did anything wrong. Hmm. He was a perfect gentleman. Ah, very good. The breeder, <clears throat> being reputable, took him back. But because German shepherds tend to bond with one person, yes. she moved him from friend to friend to friend while she was looking for a home for him hmm. to keep him from bonding. So when he came along to me, he was very aloof. Ah. In fact, I couldn't even lure him with McDonald's French fry. He <laughs> politely accepted it, but then he just dropped it to the floor. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe he had better taste. Uh, he, he knew that <laughs> well, French fry. <laughs> we won't talk about old grease. Will we? <laughs> but. 
it was a process for me to just study him mm-hmm. and see what caught his interest. And the first thing that really did was when we would go out for walks. I just sort of let him have his head mm-hmm. and explore. Yeah. And he seemed to enjoy that. Sure. Then one day, a squirrel ran across his path. And, oh, I could tell he wanted to chase it. Mm-hmm. But being the gentleman that he was, he looked up at me first. Mm-hmm. And I said, go get him. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the biggest mistake I ever made. <laughs> he almost dislocated my shoulder. <laughs> so I was running behind him. He's chasing the squirrel. Thank God for trees. Because we stopped when the squirrel ran up the tree. It saved my life. (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. He was funny. My life with Saber was one laugh right after another. Wow. And so, so then, so what happened? How, How did he get sick? I mean, at what, what happened? He sounded like he sounded like he was fabulous, and then he something was. happened. What what happened? He was gorgeous. He was healthy, mm-hmm. and one of the strongest dogs, obviously. But one day I was coming back from visiting some friends in the country, mm-hmm. and I looked back. Saber had somehow managed. <clears throat> excuse me, to fall off the seat. Mm. And he was between the back seat and the front seat Mm. with both back legs up in the air. Huh. And he couldn't get back up. Wow. Well, I stopped the truck and helped him back into the seat. And I had a couple of pillows in the back, so I Uh stuffed those down in the floorboard. Okay, yeah. And when we got home, after thinking about it, I knew I needed to take him to the vet. Yeah. Well, DM is such a difficult diagnosis because the only way to definitively diagnose it is through necropsy. Mm. Otherwise, it's diagnosed by ruling out other disorders. Mm-hmm. So even some of the symptomology can be common to other diseases. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whew. I, I know you said that there aren't very many facilities with active programs, you know, aimed at this or uh, <clears throat> helping to treat it and that kind of uh, thing. Um, and there aren't any tests currently available for DM. Um, and no, there are, no. Go ahead. There are actually two tests. There are two tests. Okay, good. One, one has been around. It's not a blood test. It's not a laboratory test. It was developed by Dr. Roger Clemens okay. at the University of Florida. And basically... The dog is placed on a table or stands on the floor, Mm -hmm. and they turn the back legs 
the back seat okay. Under, okay. and watch to see how long it takes the dog to write it. Oh, interesting. That is one of the strongest indicators. There's another test that uh, even has the approval of the AKC, but there are some problems. One thing is that DM does not manifest in all breeds in the okay. same way. Okay. Um, and not being a vet, that's something I can't really comfortably talk about. Sure, I understand. How, however, for a test to be worthwhile, it has to be reliable and it has to be valid. Yeah. Valid in terms that it actually measures what it purports to measure. Okay. Reliable in that the same result occurs from the same input time after time. Okay. This test does not have it. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. That's a critically important point. Uh, yes, it is because a lot of breeders not understanding mm -hmm. are relying on this test mm -hmm. and telling people that their dogs are DM free. Right. And they right. can't say that. So is DM a, is it a genetic disorder then? There is apparently a genetic component. Okay. But that too has not been researched or developed. Mm. Okay. I know you said that there is one facility that you know of that has a long-term program researching the treatment of DM. You want to tell us a little bit about that? That's Dr. Clements at okay. the University of Florida. Okay. Dr. Clements. The University of Florida, Dr. Roger Clemens, C-L-E-M-M-O-N-S, correct? Okay, good, good. If anyone wants to search on that, they can hopefully find that. Do you know where in Florida he is? Um, other than at the main campus, I okay. don't know of any other facility. Okay, very good. Thank you. That will help, help our uh, listeners um, track it if they need to. But they can Google him. Okay, all right. And what they'll find on his page is a plethora of information about nutrition, exercise, mm -hmm. and a lot of things that my not terribly scientific mind can't understand. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, when about what age does it seem to manifest? Is there an uh, age like I know you talk about adopting older dogs or, or watching out for it at, at an older age? Is that significant? I mean, does it does it affect them in their senior years only, or is it come in earlier than that? Younger when they're younger dogs? Uh, tell us about that. On the average, I'd say that most dogs are affected in what we would call their midlife. Okay. In shepherds, that can be as early as four years old uh -huh. or as late as 12. Okay. With Saber, it was seven moving into eight. Ah, uh, 
Okay. And from the day that I received the diagnosis, it was 14 months later that I lost him. Wow. Okay. So is that also somewhat typical of this disease? So after the symptoms present, um, they can typically uh, make it another year and a half or so, or about a year? No? Okay. So that's not... Okay. Go ahead. What is so insidious about it is that the symptoms come and go. Ah. For some dogs, it can take a year. Some dogs go through five years. Okay. What is critical in getting a little more quality of life and length of life for them is proper nutrition, vitamins, supplements, and regular exercise. Okay. Thank you. That's important. It's real important to know. Um, so I would like to hear more about Saber's story. So let's go back to your own personal experience with this. So you got this wonderful puppy, and y'all bonded, and you had a lot of laughs, and I'm sure he did a fabulous job and such a gentleman. You know, and then he's, like you said, he was four years old, Um I think I think you said no seven. You said he was seven, right? When he got this, somewhere between seven and eight. Got it. Um, and so, what happened? Uh, why why did you decide to write this story? What was it about this about his story that compelled you to share his message with the world? Actually, it started for a very selfish reason. Mm-hmm. I did not want to forget the funny things he did. Ah. For example, uh, when I still lived in the apartment over uptown, one beautiful Sunday afternoon, we went for a walk. Well, I just moved in, just gotten him, and as we continued along the sidewalks, people in their cars would slow down. And when I'd look up, they'd smile, and then they'd wave. Uh-huh. And I thought, gosh, these people are so friendly around here. I love this. <laughs> well, you know, so proud I was of this dog. Yeah. I just knew they were admiring my beautiful German Shepherd. Uh-huh. Well, I felt like a first-class fool when I got back to the gate and looked down only to discover that somewhere along our walk, he had picked up a red baby's pacifier and was happily going down the sidewalk with pacifier to his mouth. Now, you got to get the full impact of this picture. Uh-huh. Here is an 80-pound dog that with a little bit of motivation could rip a Volkswagen apart. And he's going down the sidewalk with pacifier. I love it, you know. And he he has such a dark, you know, dark German Shepherd classical face, and he's just like black, you know, black with some brown, you know, highlights and stuff. And he's got a pacifier in his mouth. That's hysterical. I know it was so incongruent, <laughs> but yet it was so like him. Yeah, wow. He was very powerful. Yeah. And because he was so powerful, he could afford to be gentle. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Oh. 
What do you think the most memorable lesson is from your life with Saber? Well, in looking at books being written and websites, it seems that everyone is now calling animals angels. Ah. I think they have one purpose, and they do it so well. They're on this earth to love people. Yeah. And they do. They bond with you before they even get their eyes open in some cases. Yeah. They can live horrible lives, have terrible things happen to them, and still love a human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think their ability to love is why they forgive. It's why they forget. And it's why they go on. And I think that's what makes them angels. Mm. What a powerful lesson. Powerful, powerful lesson. Thank you. So, you have Saber in your life. He's come in and you bonded. You're loving each other. He's, you know, doing his wonderful antics. Um, He's sharing this kind of love with you. And then what do you think he would want to tell us? If he was uh, here today, what do you think his message would be? To live life, all that you've got, to the fullest that you can. And don't worry about things that you should forget about after an hour. I love that. You know, who who needs to go work with gurus and other uh, master teachers <laughs> when you have a master teacher <laughs> right at your feet disguised as a dog? You know, and, and I've thought about that, too. Yeah. You know, back when we were watching Donna Reed, Marcus Willoughby, mm-hmm. uh, Father Knows Best, Mm-hmm. I think people wanted to be a little more like angels. Mm-hmm. But somewhere along the way, we've forgotten how. Mm-hmm. I think just living with dogs, and especially when you're in, in, in an intense situation like DM, yeah. you get in touch with the qualities that we as human beings have kind of lost along the way. That ability to love, to forgive. I mean, sometimes, nowadays, we can't even forgive somebody that cuts us off on the road, i.e. road rage. Right, right. What purpose does that serve? You get mad when it happens. Mm -hmm. You stay mad while it's happening, and you're mad after it's over. True. You've lost all of that time. True. Saber never lost a single moment. Mm. And it caused me to reevaluate the way that we explore and experience time. Yeah. We measure it minutes, 
hours, days, years. That's her point of reference. With Sabre, my point of reference changed. It became the moment that I looked in his eyes and he knew he finally owned a human. It was the moment when he couldn't stand to be brushed. And I knelt beside him on the floor and brushed him. Yeah. We didn't have to give up the joy. Yeah. Mm. That's powerful, Wendy. Oh, I know you talk about, you know, the the greatest pain um, there, especially toward the end, you know, coming from doing the things you can't do, letting go, you know, I, I know none of us want to let go of our animals. We want to keep them with us forever. Um, wh- what do you think the greatest joy is? From the privilege of having had him. Yeah. Even if I lost him before his time. Yeah. <clears throat> that was a privilege in life that I can honestly tell you I had never earned. I didn't deserve a dog like him. Mm. But yet, he was my dog. Yes. He was my joy. He was my heart. And when I lost him, I realized that he'd actually made me a better person. Mm. You know, you get a little grumpy sometimes. Work mm-hmm. just didn't go right. Uh, that fool we talked about a minute ago cut you off while we're driving. Mm-hmm. But you're too civilized to get out and beat him about the head and shoulders with the baseball bat. So you just <laughs> stuff those feelings down I inside. So. Yeah. When I would walk through the door, my entire mood would change. Mm-hmm. Just seeing him mm-hmm. and seeing him come toward me, mm-hmm. he was calming. He was loving. He was affectionate. But more importantly, anything I did was okay with him. Yeah. What a gift. Yeah. I don't know of a single human being that can make that claim to fame. I certainly can't. Yeah. No matter. I heard a saying years ago that was... I love I like you because of I love you in spite of and that was the lesson that I lived with mm. Saber. Mm. And it it went to other relationships too with, with other people. Mm. Okay. I mean you know, I'd have to write another book just for all the lessons I learned from him. You know, when you're paying attention, there are lessons, aren't there? There are so many lessons that make us, if we're paying attention, they they do, they make us better people, make us better humans. Mm. Wendy, what would you have done differently had when you look back on your life with Sabre? Is there anything you would have done differently? The only thing is that I would have been better informed about DM. 
Okay. When he was diagnosed, I had never heard of it. Okay. Which is very sad because it was actually named in 1973. Okay. But if you remember, that was also the time we were learning about hip dysplasia. Uh-huh, true. So that got all the research. People demanded of breeders that they do a more responsible job in breeding. And eventually, over time, it changed to where it's a very minor problem. Hmm. But DM has been basically ignored. And I really think that in their busy lives, a lot of vets just think, well, there's nothing we can do about it. It's painless. The dog doesn't hurt. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just go on to other things. Mm -hmm. But those can be some of the most beautiful bonding moments Mm -hmm. that you'll ever experience. Can you imagine sitting just for 30 minutes on the floor and just brushing your dog? And he's enjoying being brushed, and mm-hmm. you're enjoying brushing him. Mm-hmm. It it brings the beauty that gets hidden beneath the things of life to the top, to the foremost, where you can live them the fullest as they're happening. Yeah. And those are the beautiful memories. Mm. Anything else I could have done better would have come from some of that knowledge, knowing the importance of dietary supplements mm-hmm. and exercise. Okay. And I would have done more, th- more of that. Okay. But in terms of living with him, helping him through it, and even letting him go, mm-hmm. I have no regrets. Good. Ah. Oh. So, oh, I, I almost I want to hear. Uh, tell us another one of your most favorite stories about Saber. Well, I called him a gentleman, and in fact, he was. I mean, we started out in uptown Dallas, where you walk on the sidewalks. You know, you, you watch the light to cross the street. All of those proper things. Mm-hmm. You know, just like the 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 ability to ride an elevator, you know Mm -hmm. the rules. Mm -hmm. You walk into the elevator, you go to the back, you turn around, you reach over and hit your floor, Mm -hmm. and then you stare at the numbers. I mean, we all know (laughs) the rules. We do it. (laughs) Well, Saber knew the rules, too, and he knew how to be a a gentleman German shepherd. Well, I took him to a job site with me up on Lake Texoma. Now, the house that we were landscaping, sat back from the road, and it had a a horseshoe-shaped driveway in front. Mm -hmm. And at the crest of the horseshoe, there was about a 75-foot wooden walkway. Uh Well, I let him out of the truck, and he sniffed and, you know, left little messages for other dogs that come along. (laughs) And females. Of course. Mm -hmm. And then... I called him, and we started to go to the front door. We're about halfway across this ramp. A rabbit shot out across the yard. Oh, my. And again, he looked up, and I said, go get him, thanking 
good fortune that I wasn't holding a leash. <laughs> I was going to say, you learned your lesson the first time. Well, uh-huh. in, instead of jumping over the rail, which he was more than capable of doing, uh-huh. he was a gentleman. He went back to the first of the ramp, and then he started to chase the rabbit. <laughs> of course, the rabbit was at least two counties away by now. Most likely, yes. He was giving him a head start, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly did. That's great. I love that. That's too cute. All right. So um, so let's keep, tell people how they can find your book and find out more information. Well, um, go ahead. There is a website. Um, it's a work in progress. Okay. But one of the advantages of ordering from the website is that if you send me a little note, I'll inscribe the book to you and ah. sign it. Oh, and wow. And mail it to you. Okay. And so it's, let's tell people your website so that they know where they're, t- they're going to go. And that is angelwithatail.com. A N G E L W I T H A. T-A-I-L dot C-O-M, angelwithatail.com. And so if they go to your website and order a book straight from your site, you'll actually inscribe it for them if, they'll, if they tell you what, you what they want. That's so cool. I love that. Well, it's, it's a personal touch. Yeah. And I think that's something we've also lost touch with. Yeah. And yes. wherever possible, and call me a dinosaur if you want to, but I think we should bring some of those personal touches back into life. It's mm-hmm. what connects us as people. Yeah. And yeah. reading the book is what connects people with Saper. Yeah. And because with, I really want to share him with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your love for him stands out so strong and so clear. Um, I also know that your book is on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, so they can find it there as well. And again, it's Angel with a Tail. Um, and you said that part of the proceeds of the book go to DM Research. Is exactly. That, yes. Um, so it's also available to rescue groups to use for fundraising and that kind of thing. Right. Um, it's a fascinating and joyful story. Um, it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. Um, it'll make you think. Thank you. But mostly it makes you think about everything in your life. Because my life is not an exciting story. I go to work. I come home. I enjoy the trees. I watch the birds. Mm -hmm. That's not excitement. I mean, not like a good movie. Mm -hmm. Nothing gets blown up. Nobody gets shot at. (laughs) It's just regular life. Yeah. But it's the bond between your animal spirit and yourself. And that constant interchange between you that makes life so beautiful. Yes. Animals add such an incredibly important dynamic to to our life, to our heart. They make us better people. And mine's right here in my lap right now. So I'm offering a lot of gratitude for my guy, Einstein. And so I really want to thank you too, Wendy, uh, for telling your story and telling Saber's story in such an incredibly 
powerful way. Ah, so thank you also for being a guest on my show. So, and thank you for helping me to get the word out. You're welcome. Uh, people need to know. So, uh, again, everyone, uh, our listeners, if you'd like to connect with Wendy, uh, go to angelwiththetail.com. Look for her book, Angel with a Tail, about Saber's story. And uh, you're also on Facebook. So um, it's Wynn Warren, W-Y-N-W-A-R-R-E-N, um, and connect up with Wendy. So um, And let her know your story and uh, your, your dog. And... Um, I, hopefully we can beat this disease at some point, and if we can't beat it, we will learn to love it and celebrate the life that we have um, and honor that because we all grow from that, and it, it changes us. You know, our animals change us for the better. Okay. All right, Wendy, well, do you have any final words or wisdom you want to leave us with before we close up here? Just go home and hug your furry customer. <laughs> yeah, I love that. he's buying everything you've got. Yeah. You know, I'm not an expert at DM. I'm an expert at living through DM. Saber. Yeah. And I've learned some things that I can share with other people. Uh-huh. But mostly what I care about is what ever life deals you with your dog or your cat or your horse or even your gecko. Deal with it, enjoy it, and don't let it beat you. Yeah. Ah, and on that beautiful note, we'll say goodbye. All right. Thanks, Wendy. Goodbye, and Mm -hmm. thank you, Val. You're welcome. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. For more information or to listen to other podcasts, go to valhart.com forward slash blog. And if you're someone who values a non-invasive, holistic solution to resolving problems with your dogs, cats, and horses, and you want better behaved, healthier, and happier animals, just go to my website at valhart.com to apply for a complimentary happy animal assessment session. And be sure and remember to look for my CDs on iTunes. Learning how to talk with animals is fun and will change your life. So while you're there at my site, get my free Quick Start Animal Talk course and check out the world's first complete animal communication made easy system. May the love of animals bless you, teach you, inspire you, heal you, and reconnect you to the circle of life. <laughs>